We'll get them there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. It is Tuesday, January 17th, and you're listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. <laughs> Nate, hit the music. All business, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting the music. Pictures of Spider-Man! <laughs> I don't know how to read. At that point, not without beer. You gotta come back with something. The sauce is the boss. <laughs> Put some fucking headphones in! You are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. Yo, can I just say something for our Patreon listeners? Nate looks like he has a Wiley Coyote door on his wall 100%. that he can run into. It, 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 it does look like he drew that, and it somehow is functional. Yeah. That's a Patreon portal to another dimension. Yeah, that's Patreon tree right there. All right, fellas, how you doing? Good afternoon. Good oh. morning, day, whatever. The listeners listen whenever they want to listen. How are we feeling? We feeling good? I'm tired, boss. I'm tired. I'm tired, <laughs> boss. Dog tired. Uh, I was uh, I moved to a new apartment this weekend, so I made the leap of uh, moving in with the old Christina. Oh. So we got oh. uh, we're a bigger apartment, and um, how many bathrooms? I had to move everything this weekend. Two bathrooms. That's huge. Wow. That's that right there is that's the key. That's the linchpin to making sure that neither of you hang each other. Is the as that second toilet, the poop toilet. Exactly, yeah. and the the poop toilet's nice because it has a skylight. Oh, yeah. oh! It pooping, did. pooping is like sneezing, where you, if you can't get it to come fast enough, you look up into the sun. That's <laughs> and, and, and it gives you power. It's like Superman; he gets his energy from the yeah. sun. And for those counting, that took all of forty-five seconds to get to a poop. Listen, cast. when you're tired, you go back to the basics, dude. When it's fourth quarter and the chips are down, you get back to the run in the football, and that's what the Tuesday catch-up slog is. But we're in the huddle. We go, hey, coach, what about the flea flicker? I say, poop. Bring in the poop. Yeah, bring in poop. I talked about poop in lecture today. Ooh. Wow, Professor Yard, enlighten us. I, I didn't make it long in my class either without talking about poop. Probably that's about good. ten. Did you do it in like a fun, goofy way, or you're like, or did you have to use it by its medical terms, or were you like talking about taking fat shits? No, <laughs> no, I talked about taking someone's shit bacteria, putting it in a pill, and ingest somebody else ingests it for gut health. Oh, we did that as a prank in college once. No, I'm kidding. What, is, what Harley? What is that? Yeah. What's explain the science? Mackie was. Mackie was just trying to help that girl. Yeah, he was trying to deliver <laughs> v- vital floridians to her system. I think it's yeah. something for like cancer patients. Like chemo can sometimes kill your gut biome, so they take the poop from somebody who has a healthy gut biome and then shoves it up the other person's ass. No, 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 no. You isolate the bacteria and you put it like a. a Maybe then you put it in their ass. Yeah. <laughs> Something's going up the ass. But, I tell you. That, essentially, that's essentially the gist, Nate. Um, when people have depleted or like insufficient gut microbiomes, um, it can be a supplement for so that you're saying, to reestablish good bacteria. There's colonies. a market for guys who can eat like 17 Parker John's wings and work out, kind of thing. Like, there's a market for us heavies who can yeah, buy I'll, like truly house I'll, McDonald's. I'll send you the website. There's a website that is taking stool samples and they'll pay you for it. 
um, because they want to study the DNA of the bacteria that are in your stool samples. Tom, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to get denied because it's for healthy people only. <laughs> yeah, no, they'd be like, they'd be like, wow, this is an Iron Man's stomach. I can't even believe this guy's still alive. This is this is fucking this, insane. This guy seemed to only be eating uh, weed edible gummies yeah. as a sole <laughs> source and, of diet. And wolf hair. And cra- it's, it's, <laughs> there's something going on. And, and, and six shots of espresso a day. My gut lining is just, my gut, my gut's stands there and smokes a cigarette during the day and is like it's like a it's like a hard-working kitchen chef on his break all the time if you ever ask my stomach a question he would just blow smoke and be like it's a fucking day man all right and then he would go back inside that's what my, <laughs> that's what my stomach would do uh also how business long, idea. oh go ahead how long do you think you could last on just coffee and gummies true well i don't know about the gummy portion i don't take i don't take them nearly as often as it sounds i mean they're, they're it's more often than it used to be not as often as it could be uh but coffee i, I could Shut up, Harley. Shut your mouth. Do you come into my house? You come into my (laughs) you come into my house and now you're gonna report back, you rat, you rat you rat bastard. Rat Rat fuck. fuck. You rat (laughs) fuck. Um I can survive on coffee quite a bit. I truly do think like I made it on an iced coffee from six AM till like three thirty today, like just a Mm. forty ounce iced coffee. The thing I've been doing, I get a nice coffee at Starbucks and then I bring it home and I dump espresso from my Nespresso on top of it. Just to give it a little extra little extra. Did you say forty ounce coffee? How many days? Two days. Yeah, not, not I made it six hours. <laughs> That's a long fast for me. I'm sorry I'm not you, Gandhi, living up in Hey Harley goes on like three-day fasts just for nothing other than bragging rights to me. He's like, I made it 40 hours. My system's so cleansed. I'm like, you're just starving. That's literally it. I don't it's know what you're bragging rights. It's good for you. How is it? No, I'm not going to. Because if I actually asked Harley how it's good for me, he wouldn't have something funny to say to explain the science. That's correct, <laughs> nerd. And there's nothing funnier than science, am I right? That's a that's a <laughs> yeah. great that's a great way to get the wheels turning in the early hours of a podcast. I'm kidding, Harley. I didn't mean to come after you. I'm in a mood. Anyways, why don't we why don't we just why don't we just keep it moving? You said you, said you were happy. What did I say? <laughs> the lie detector determined that that was a lie. I don't. I know. <laughs> what did I say? Did I say happy to be here or good to be here? Was I pandering yeah, yeah. again? <laughs> was I? Was I? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Was I pandering again? That's on me. Beep, boop, boop. Yeah. There has been a, a good amount of um, tension in our group chat. Yeah, everyone just takes shots mm-hmm. and then retreats, dude. No one ever follows through. I was like, well, that kind of sucked, huh? And then and then everyone runs away in their corner, and then someone will take a barb, and then like 30 minutes later, someone hits it. Patreon, maybe that's a giveaway, huh? You can join and watch four people <laughs> you argue. Can you, can, you can watch a Cold War happen over the course of a week, dude. It's literally, if someone says something, everyone, you can tell everyone steps back from their phone and is like, wow, that was a bit of a shot. <laughs> oh, everyone's got a little tense. And then someone will fucking rattle the cage a little bit, and then Literally, it seems to be Monday at five when it happens, and then we're like, "Well, I guess we'll see each other at eight. That sounds good." This is proof that you have edibles and six shots of espressos a day. I I look at that same thread and I go, "Huh? Well, talk to him on Monday." I, I did not have the same stress about it. That it sounds yeah, like because you did. Harley, Harley, Harley. That says less about me. That says less about my edibles and coffee, and more about your inability to see conflict in front of you until it's too late. <laughs> You you see two headlights until the car hits you. You don't feel it as a threat. <laughs> yeah, isn't that a better way to live, dude? You would be a deer. I think if Harley, if you were an animal, you would be a deer. You'd be a white-tailed deer. You're a skittish little beast, and you're liable to get hit by a car by your own bad decision making. I I don't think that that's a fair assessment for the animal that I would be, but I I recognize it in this situation. What do you? What animal do you think you'd be? I don't know. 
Matt, oh, any thoughts? Great. Don't go for a bit. I want your genuine thought. What do you think Harley would be? Because a deer does I'll get feel. back. I'll get back to you on that. Yeah, but, I, I'm going to be honest. The deer sounds pretty spot on. Yeah. Just eats no, grain. Deer, deer are like the kind of no, wobbly not, knees. They don't really work all that well. He's got to get them repaired a lot. Yeah, and, top uh, heavy. Yeah, a little top heavy. <laughs> definitely, mm-hmm. definitely stacked up in the gut <laughs> section. I, w- I was thinking like a, a dairy cow. You know, just kind of he just grazing, finding whatever free food he can get. Maybe wanders out into the road. That's sometime, such no. That's such a deer thing because deer will go yeah, up deer. to people they shouldn't trust and eat out of their hands, and then and then it's yeah, like. Yeah, but what about what about like a raccoon? They will also eat out of someone's hands, and they're more like jumping into dumpsters. They're they're a little bit more like a creature. Yeah, you know? but you're a little more trusty, go with the flow than a raccoon. When you're when you're drunk, you're a raccoon. You're antagonistic and and frankly He's... a pest. But when you're but when you're sober, you're a deer. <laughs> and that's just kind of this friendly, oh. tranquil beast that uh, that tends to get smacked by pickups on the highway if it's not careful. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah, not very true. Again, I'm not being mean. Last time, dude. Last time I was in a group conversation, they kept talking about like spirit animals. They're like, "Oh, Hayden, what animal would you be?" And uh, the people I was with just kept being like, "We want to say bear, but like something not threatening." And like nine people were like, "Yeah, it's got to be not threatening at all. It's got to see. It's got to be just not." I was like, "Guys, I think I get it." Like I was like, "Just what do you? What do you? I mean, say what you want to say. I'm a pussy. Like what do you? Fuck off." Yeah, maybe like a pile of bear hair. They're like, yeah, yeah. They're like, you're like kind of a bear, but like way less threatening. I'm talking like way <laughs> less. Threatening. Like a pan- they're they're not a threatening bear. A panda's not, dude. I think I are you sure about that? Is that is that where's the science on that? You sure about that? They're vegetarian. You sure you sure about that? That's why. Anyways, what an, Nate, Matt, what animals do you guys think you'd be? I feel like we've done this, but I feel like what's tonight we're getting honest. Mm. This dead air is going to be tough. I I honestly have it. no idea. I feel like I'm in a similar boat to you, Chama, is like the bear but like very non-threatening. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta be. It falls into a similar category. What did we call Hayden in high school? The manatee. All right. Yeah. (laughs) You know, there's certain things. There's certain things. Death taxes, and if a bit goes long enough on the Tuesday catch-up, it comes back to bite me in the ass specifically. So that's that's really fun. Why don't we? Is there anything notable that you guys want to talk about, Nate? Congratulations on moving in. This is a big thing. Report back to us. Let's move on from spirit animals, guys. Nate, Nate, in 90 days, I want a report card uh, about uh, how you feel the cleanliness, the orderness, and uh, how your the just the overall report would be great. We'll do it for the Patreon so you can speak freely we won't tell any general mental health 90 days from now yeah mm-hmm. love to mm-hmm. see it I, 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 as of right now i'm at about 95 percent. we're feeling good go, that's fantastic show, lift up your shirt make let us make sure you have no bruises on your body just, and then in a couple weeks. belt marks across his midsection <laughs> yeah. he didn't use the right poop bathroom <laughs> he, got he, he didn't flush man watch it just getting beat with newspaper anyways um matt harley anything on your guys's end no sir just a normal week oh oh oh, oh wait whoa 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 I went to amateur wrestling. Jesus. Yeah, baby. Your boy drank about 15 Coors Lights Mm -hmm. while watching the ACW at the Oshkosh Masonic Center, which was unbelievable. Um, There was like exactly who you'd expect to be there, maybe like 150 people. And the lady in front of us, she had to weigh maybe like 350 pounds and had it was like her family there and stuff like they're they're great. But we were, I was wondering the entire time, she filmed probably 90% of this wrestling match. It was about two hours long, um, like between different matches, you know, and they had a couple belt belt matches. But the thing that shocked me was that people would come out 
and they'd like introduce him, you know, and in the, you know, whatever. And uh, people would boo. They would boo. Like they had the storylines yes. like figured out. Yeah, they they heels. Like from from New Orleans, we have the the creature, and everyone would boo. <laughs> and, stuff. and I'm like, how do they know to boo this guy? You know, I'm like, apparently it's a pretty big deal. And so it, next month they're at Tanner's, and there's a steel cage match for the yes. for the round that. Uh, never finished what the the they uh, got into too big of a brawl, and then everyone came out and and got out, so they couldn't finish the match. So now they're taking it to the cage. Oh, are you gonna go to that? <laughs> you gonna catch the finale? I would love to. It was it was probably the best eighteen dollars I've ever spent in my entire life. Can you imagine being a grown man waking up having coffee like your kids and your wife are there, and you're like, honey, tonight I have to jump off a twelve foot ladder onto another middle aged man. And I'm getting paid that the tickets are going for eighteen dollars a pop right now, and they go and we're at, we're at sixty percent capacity, so no one's getting bonused out. That's a, that's a rough life. I mean, I think I have it bad sometimes, and all I have to do is speak words. These are grown men who have to like risk breaking their neck to yeah. maybe to maybe become a heel in the WWE. Do well, fake they, wrestling. That's like their WWE hobby. Their infatuation with WWE encroached so far into their life where they were like, I could do this. Then I could do this for like And they time. decided to go out there one day. I mean, Dude, it, go ahead, Matt. Oh, nothing. You go, chum. No, you go, you go. I have nothing productive to say. Well, I was just going to say, like, it, it was unbelievable the, um, the personas that they attached to themselves. Like, there was this boy, there was this guy named Preston. And there's dudes with posters, like full-on grown men that call them Piss Boy Preston. And they were wearing like other other wrestlers' merch. And this guy came out and they're like, from Beverly Hills, he's wearing like pleated khaki shorts and like a a, a button-up, you know, with a uh, flannel like over, you know, tied across his thing, like full-on country club. And he ended up winning. And, you know, he's almost like flipping people off and like he's a full-on villain. And I was like... I even went like I was a little drunk and I didn't realize that his name wasn't Piss Boy. So I was like, "Hey, Piss Boy!" <laughs> He's like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> Big fan, man. He just goes, "Go Big fuck fan. yourself." I was, oh I was, I was a full-on Preston fan. Oh, it was fun. You were a you're a Piss Boy. You're one of his Piss Dogs, I was a dude. I he, you know, I, I started off booing him, and then I became a full-on Piss Boy. That's the uh, WWE way. You know what would be a great fantasy football punishment is like getting in touch with the ACW league managers and literally making one of your friends like. Be like, hey, we like just as a guest, something like give, smash them up a little bit, like throw them yeah, on we, there, make them need, c- contribute. We, we have a villain for you that can just get fucking rock. I mean, because it does feel like Piss Boy is definitely like a fantasy football punishment name. They're like, you have to go to the, and maybe he fell in love. Maybe his first, maybe it was his first time. Was was he? He started as Preston, and he actually went in there in his clothes for his punishment, and then he became Piss Boy Preston. Piss Boy yeah. Preston with a with a victory. Dude, what a name. What a fucking name. I wonder how much you'd have to pay the owner of the, the wrestling league to get yourself a, a win. If you came in first time, and you're like, I'll give you 500 bucks if you write me in for a win tonight. They're going to go. I don't know. They take it done very it seriously. Well, they that's... had like an ex-WWE guy there. The um, I forget what his name was, but he um, he was there like watching, and then he even got in the ring to like talk a little bit from the area. I mean, if that isn't to... kind of classic wrestling fans or wrestling, though, because the wrestling fans are people who take themselves pretty seriously, too. Like, they're like, yeah. that I... is a fandom that does not enjoy being fucked with. It's no, still I'm... real, damn it. Dude, I saw a couple, like, grown men just, like, full-on piss, like, 
boom, flipping off, fuck yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. And like, I really wanted to see like that classic YouTube video. It's like, it's just real to me, damn it. <laughs> like crying, you know, and stuff. But I, I saw no tears, just a lot of, a lot of angry people. A lot of drunkards drinking Coors Light and doing That's that. Awesome. Well, it I hope you phenomenal. go to the Steel Cage. I highly match. recommend. Yeah, that could be. Uh, I mean, Matt, that could be a good. That could be a good next step as a maybe a reporter for the AC Dubs. Maybe a maybe a, maybe a personality on air a little bit. Pre-batch batch party, huh? Oh, Ooh. oh, that's not bad. Bachelor party warm up. Ooh. I kind of like I like where your head's at. All right, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's enough of news from us. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we do news from around the world? Why don't we do that? Yeah. Let's do it. News. For the first time in history, <laughs> Oxford Dictionaries allowed the public to vote on its 2022 Word of the Year. The winner, Goblin Mode. It was a close call. Runner-ups included busting, dude juice, and busting. <laughs> All we want for Christmas is spam figgy pudding. This seasonal spam included flavors of fig, orange, cinnamon, cloves, nutmeg, ginger, and a fucking one-way ticket to the loony bin for stocking your pantry with this garbage. <laughs> uh, what is this? Here we go. University that of Alabama. So dis- I'm sorry? That sounds so disgusting. When have you watched the news and you got to talk back to the TV? Hmm? <laughs> I'm kidding. It does sound disgusting. We'll debrief after. University of Alabama basketball player Darius Miles is removed from the team after being charged with murder. Uh, Coach is surely looking for the off-court shooting percentage to carry over to the court. (laughs) 100%, baby. A six-year-old shot a teacher with his mother's gun. Here's what gun policy experts have to say. The NRA was quoted in response saying, the only thing that can stop a bad six-year-old with a gun is a good six-year-old with a gun. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got to pack your lunch and some heat. Now. <clears throat> All right. Police officer Megan Hall was fired this week for having sex with the jo- on the job with eight other police officers. Five of the officers were fired, and the other three are smoking, <laughs> are smoking a cigarette in the back office because, quote, getting sucked off ain't a crime. Sam Bankman Freed was at the head of FTX when billions of dollars were stolen from his users. There were many early warning signs of the scandal, and many acclaimed businessmen sounded the alarm well before the fraud was uncovered, like Kanye. Two libraries were closed this week due to meth contamination. The weird thing is, just weeks before, the city received an award for world's smartest crackheads. And Kevin Spacey's gearing up for his first public speaking event in five years. His partner was supportive and had this to say about Kevin getting back in the public eye. Goo goo gaga. Oh my God. (laughs) And that's. 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 And that's. And that's. That. News. Wow. New year, new, new me. That's hey. all right. Hey, we're going to get that. We're going to be well-timed out next time. I do enjoy that. That's a good, that was good. Figgy pudding spam sounds honestly disgusting. And a company operating on razor-thin margins like spam should not be taking shots from the outside. Like, there's no reason for that. <laughs> I, I could not believe it was a real product. I did not see it on the shelf, but I wasn't looking for it. So, Is there yes. actual ham in it, or is it just? Like, I think it's flavored figgy ham. Damn. Stop. 
Yes. Who is dessert ham? It's dessert ham. <laughs> Dessertham.com. <laughs> it sounds just, well, let's be honest. What that are thin, it, it sounds gross, but that thinly sliced on a cracker with maybe a little cheese on top would actually be pretty good. Oh, you fried yeah, that shit? Yeah, it's like, it's like sweet bacon, dude. Have you ever had caramelized bacon, a little bit like ground sugar oh. in the pan? Ground oh, sugar, brown sugar. Jesus, dude. My brain is so broken today. I just said ground sugar. But yeah, if you do it, I mean, mwah, really good. That like a sweet pork. Yeah, that's good stuff. Sweet sour pork. Sweet sour pork on your head. Now, fellas, uh, I was going to say this in the beginning. I kind of forgot about this. I had maybe one of the most embarrassing. I had a, I, I, I had a weekend at the club. We talked about this a little bit. I said I would debrief. Mm-hmm. But I had one little piece to share. I had my first experience having to uh, stretch for time during a, during a show, and it was maybe the worst Ooh. thing that ever happened to, my, to me. Did you do the splits? So yeah, that's great. I just I go. They asked me to stretch, and I just start doing a lunge. <laughs> so inside baseball, they go, "We don't know what stretching is." I go, "Never mind." I go, "Yeah, you're from Wisconsin. I can tell you fatties." Uh, just accosting the front row. Uh, <laughs> fat fucks going some cheese. You guys guys. don't know what stretching is, you fat bitches. No, <laughs> after doing eight minutes of fat material, I also I was doing some of my fat jokes, and I looked down, and maybe the fattest person I've ever seen was sitting front row. Oh. Like these have to be falling down. Right, like these yeah, these are not these are not hitting for you. I'm 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 your poster, so I'm that's a that's a problem. Anyway, you should have said that. That'd no, dude, hilarious. I just don't have it in me to be like, you know, I do, I do not have a mean bone. I'm, I have like sassy bones, but I cannot roast when I'm on stage unless you give me like a day to write jokes. And even then I turn my brain off and go somewhere else because I just feel so guilty, dude. You should have called him your uh, before picture. That's kind of like I was like, I, I, like, I can't be giving fat jokes when I'm this guy's inspiration. Like he's I, <laughs> I, I have That's a good joke. Simple. That's a good I joke. know. But it's, you know, I would do it in a roast joke. I would do it in a Sometimes roast show. It- I wish I could take how ruthless I was and just give that to you for your stage. I don't know. I'm a sweet boy. I'm a sweet little boy. Wait, let's for the listeners here. Let's give a round of applause. Chummy, open up for SNL Chris Catan this weekend. Chris Chris Catan, three days in a row at the Roxbury. More like Chris Katana, he was sharp this weekend. Am I right, fellas? Thanks. <laughs> I kill myself. Nate, that's Nate, honest. You- I just I came up with that. Shut up. It's a fine oh, joke. Anyways, it. so here's what happened. Thursday show, great. It's fine. Friday early show, really fun. But we had a lot of people who were filming during the set, which is not cool. Like, they're not supposed to be doing that. Um, but whatever. You know, and the security guard comes up to me before the late set. And he goes, uh, hey, man, like, I need you to lay down the law when you're up there this time. Like, if they're on their phones even once, they're getting kicked out. Like, you have to be, you got to be kind of ruthless or, like, rough with them. I was like, okay, f- cool. Or you got to be, like, tough on them. I was like, cool, man, I got you. So I opened the set with, like, hey, blah, blah, blah. I do, like, my how's everyone doing? And I go, like, okay. Couple quick ground rules, guys. Uh, no talking at the table. Uh, don't heckle the comics. And then, guys, uh, really strict on the no phones tonight. There is no warning. Like, if we see you filming, you got to go, okay? If you can handle that, like, give me a hell yeah. Everyone was all fine. But they were really tight and, like, pulled back on me. Like, I had a rough set. They seemed very, like, in, like not intimidated, but, like, ooh, we got yelled at for nothing kind of thing. And I get off stage, yeah. and the same security guard who gave me this whole ride act was like, man, you were a little rough with them. I was like, Dude, the fuck, man! I like I said what you wanted me to say, and he's like, I didn't mean to say it like that. I'm like, I hate you. So yeah, so that was going fine. And uh, Gillis came to the late show. Shouts, R.I.P. But Gillis and I are sitting there, and and it did not like it wasn't going the way I wanted it to. But we're having a beer, and I go, all right, well, at least all I got to do is like bring off the feature and bring up the headliner. That's all I got to do. Pretty easy job. And so I'm getting ready to go up there. I'm standing there. 
and uh, the feature is saying goodbye. He's like, all right, guys, thank you so much. Have a good night. And two people come running up to me, staff from the club, and they're like, hey, Chris just went down, Chris went down the elevator to pee. Now, the setup of the club is like there's a bathroom by the stage where you can get to in like 10 seconds, or you can take yeah. three minutes to go downstairs, three to four minutes to get Stop. all the way downstairs. And uh, they go, this is like as I'm walking to the stage, they go, Chris just went downstairs to pee. You got to do five minutes. Like, you just have, you have to do time right now. And then they just like sent me up to the stage, like just instantly wiped my mind of anything because I'm getting ready for, hey, you guys ready? Here's his credits, like all this stuff. And now it's like, tell a random joke, like start jokes from out of nowhere, uh, which was not good because I got up there and, dude, I'm not going to lie to you, boys. I froze like a deer in headlights for about a half second. For about, for about, no, for about, five, for about five seconds, I was like, it's uh, it's good to be here. It's uh, you know, like I, I was like, how about your feature, whatever. And then I started pandering a little bit, and then it's kind of going rough. And I go, all right, I'm gonna level with you guys. Chris is downstairs peeing, and I did not expect to be having to do more jokes like right now. And that got like, fi- I won them back over, but at the expense of saying that d- he was doing that. Which again, if you guys were in the position of the guy who peed, you wouldn't care, right? No. Maybe like, yeah, it's funny. Like, ah, it's not like I was like, he's doing blow in the bathroom. He's gonna fucking, you know, you gotta wait. Like, he's literally just going for a pee. <laughs> I get off stage. We survive. I do like a couple more minutes of jokes. They're not great, but hey, we're doing it. The show is also just not going well overall at this point. Um, I do a couple jokes. I get off. And the one of the servers was like, way to out him, dude, that he was in the bathroom. I'm like, oh, I forgot that famous people don't pee. Like, is that a thing? I, I Was I supposed to feel guilty? <laughs> so I was like, fu- I literally was like, fuck you, because I know the person. I'm like, I, like I, if I was in this position, I wouldn't care. And even Chris didn't care. Uh, but I just left there, dude, head in my hands. Gillis was like, "How you doing?" I was like, "I'm gonna." I was like, "I'm gonna head into the green room. You can go home if you want." <laughs> he just got up and left. <laughs> Not good. Not good. Don't. Uh, How was uh, Chris Catan? Good. Yeah, he's good. He uh, very like a lot of SNL stories, a lot of that kind of stuff. But he was, he was super funny or super like super nice and cool in the green room, which uh, which was nice because dude, I've done. I've done the club a couple times where the headliner is just a jaded, you know, tired of the road, yeah. not very nice person. And it was quite the opposite. We had a good time going. Even me and the feature, were hang- we hung back to like almost 1.30 in the morning on Saturday just talking about I think you should leave sketches and like shooting bits at each other. And I'm like, oh, this is very fun. That's very cool. You know, super you big contrast. should have pitched him some of our business ideas. You- Man. I should have. I, I, if we, we could have gotten some skits going. I'll, I'll generate a list. Uh, of all Please the business do. ideas, but also we need to make some of our fake commercials. Yeah, I agree. We got to execute on that. And also, so the feature was actually Tom Segura's opener for like a lot of his arenas and stuff like that. So he is, uh, he was pretty funny. He told me, he told, so I don't know, are you guys familiar with the Tom Segura edible story? How about Joey Diaz dosed Tom Segura with like a 500 milligram edible? I think so. I think so. They were yeah. on a plane, maybe? It was like before. No. The, no, it was like, no, that was like, that's the Burt Kreischer Molly thing. It's that they went and saw Joey Diaz in, in uh, Miami, and he dosed Tom Segura with like a 500-milligram edible that was like super strong. And uh, this guy was there for that story and also got dosed by Joey Diaz. And he told the story, and it was maybe. It's badass. Dude, he said, he said, and for those of you who know, like the way Joey Diaz sounds, he's like, I hadn't said a word all night because we're in the green room with Joey Diaz and Tom Segura. You just don't say anything. You kind of let them hang. Like, they're doing the talking. You're just listening. It's very, like, you're just kind of enjoying the ride a little bit. And he said when, t- when Joey gave him the edible and he took it and put it in his mouth, Joey Diaz l- looked him dead in the eye went, ha, 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 just a <laughs> demon laugh. And, uh, man, nothing, nothing warmed my heart more than thinking of, thinking of that. So, you know, fun stuff. All right. It could be a bucket list thing. 
I know. Why don't we go out of Getting order dosed. today? Uh, since we're the Tuesday, or since I don't want to be the Tuesday wine or shine, why don't we do a money, money, money? How does that sound? Oh, huh? boom. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa, oh you, whoa. Can't, you can't take constructive criticism? Never, dude. Not a fucking chance. <laughs> constructive criticism. I bet it's not wrapping money. I don't want it. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said I don't want to be the Tuesday wine or shine. I didn't say that. Watch no one have a money money. <laughs> that sounds like Chum's got one. Well, before I start, does anyone have one? I could spit you one up quick. You want to go first? Sure. I, mean, I, I guess I, I got one sitting, but well, I, don't, I haven't flushed it out. Well, I guess, hey, best pitches happen on the fly, baby. Gun to your head. You got to stretch here. Oh, yeah. All right, Nate, hit it. Hi, Sharks. Some of you might remember me from my previous products like whopoopedmypants.com and fakecommercials.org. I got a question. Mm-hmm. What is the worst part about dying? Disposing of the body. The unknown. That's exactly right. Wherever you die, that seems to be where your soul is able to haunt, and I don't really <laughs> want to haunt a hospital. You never hear of like somebody dying at a hospital and then their ghost comes back to like haunt the house. They always die in the house. Sure. So I'm here to bring the world demon taxi, where if you <laughs> want to if you want to haunt a certain area, we'll go to the hospital right before you die and we'll drive you there so you can die at the location you want to haunt. Dude, that's fucking <laughs> so genius for like middle aged like astrology moms and, and the ones who like burn like have little seances and shit. Yeah. We'll just find anybody who buys sage on the internet to to burn. We'll and now, Nate, from a money to them. from a money making aspect, this is something where they could sign up, like like as a middle aged person, like, hey, when you die, like, where do you want your soul? And they can kind of update that as they go. But they pay a pretty premium pr- price for to to let you know, you know, like, hey, we're gonna we'll transport your soul when you die. Big time, yeah. And you know, I was I was thinking that we either transport them while they're alive and just about to die, but that might be hard to uh, no, you think, know get together. I think, dude, we sell like a Ponzi scheme. Like you, they're gonna yeah, someone's gonna show up yeah. with like a, what's like sage or whatever sage, and then they capture you in a bottle of like you can choose your uh, how you want your soul to be transported. Oh, right, like some sort of Ghostbusters container that yeah, we suck yes. your soul into, and then we let you loose at your neighbor's house. And dude, your ex-boyfriend we, or something. customer testimonials of people who are like, I talked to my grandpa last week. Like he had his, we transported his soul to our new house. And we offer, oh. we also offer soul relocation. So if you decide yeah. to move, rather than take away this clumsy urn full of ashes, we will <laughs> recapture grandpa's soul and take him to Virginia with you. <laughs> dude. If this isn't the most 2023 invention slash business idea that would actually make millions for no reason, I don't know what is. I think you I think you're going about this all wrong with the sage people. I think you do dress up like Ghostbusters and you are a badass. You got like the decked out like funeral or the uh the hearse like the Ghostbusters. And you charge a premium for this sucker, and it's like, you know, you got the big contraption, a lot of lights, a lot of okay, flashes. Okay, okay, okay. You're like, we got it. Hear me out. Hear me out. Two different business divisions. 
There's one for transporting wanted souls, which is a much more, Nate, this is like the boutique mom kind of thing. Like, we're going to capture a really nice, really fancy artisan yeah, style. Yeah, that's pricey. And then there's Demon Taxi, which is just like, we are basically the ghost. It's basically the Ghostbusters. Well, but, no, but no, no. Like, this is, we're, we, are, we are hired by the person who's about to die. They're like, hey, I'm stuck at this hospital, but I want to haunt my wife because she's a real bitch. Oh, so they uh, want to haunt you. Okay, like, so then you got to go Ghostbusters. It depends on the delivery vehicle. So, yeah, yeah so this right, is. Right, right. So, I mean, we could go capture the soul at the hospital and then bring it back to whatever place you want to haunt. But this sure. is this is somebody something somebody sets up before they die. Like maybe $10 a month or something. And then whenever you die, we'll come get you. All right, I'm going to tell you what. That's fucking phenomenal. I do think you, I'm in on the contingency that we're able to serve, serve all of those markets. We're able to serve people who want to haunt people, but also people who just want to basically be like, I want to stay with my family. Like, I want my soul to be with my family. You know, like those, mm-hmm. those annoying astrology folks. So on that condition, so we'll have I'm in as two, a customer. And two companies yeah. under the same soul capturing technology. Correct. One is Demon Taxi, which is purely for haunting people. Correct. Uh, and then Soul Travelers. Where if you have like your your grandpa's soul in your house and you're worried about moving to a new house, we'll take your grandpa's soul from your old house and then we'll transport it to your new house and we'll let him loose in your new house so that Correct. he can watch over. Yeah, you. and we'll even take grandpa from the hospital. Like let's say he like yeah, we'll take him to the house. Like sure. Oh start. yeah, definitely. like it's a full service thing, dude. But you can always re- you can always recontract us like no deal. And now I do want to make sure that we're all understanding this is basically a lie. That we're selling, like we're we're selling the idea of this, right? Because this is feasible. We could do this tomorrow and make money. It was, we legally, I'm telling you, the technology works. Sure. Because legally, you can't prove me wrong. And and <laughs> legally, we are mediums. Yeah. Well, yes. I'd say well, a couple of us are extra Dude, Nate and I both stepped up to the plate with a bat in our hands, and we're like, "This one's mine, dude." We both were diving for the ball. This one's mine. And I was like, "Medium's a stretch, buddy." <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's good. We're stuff. the first double XL medium. <laughs> it's a, we're a bunch of fat mediums. That's a great YouTube channel. It's double XL mediums. It's just fat people talking fat, to ghosts. Fat medium. I don't want to do my business pitch. I don't want to do it. You have to, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, wait, Nate's selling moving ghosts around. <laughs> Matt, I think you're going to be okay. No, I'm telling you, mine's so much worse. It's not cool. Do you want it's me to? Cool. Do you want me to buffer us? Because mine, mine, yeah, mine will lay Give me some garbage. Though. Well, here. let's go around. Are we all wait, investors? Wait, wait, wait. Are you guys investors or what? hundred percent. Harley. Uh, I'll I'll invest. Wouldn't mind making a quick quick coin, but I am a little wary. I'm, you know, the fa- if the ferret lady taught me anything, you don't laugh in the face of death. Sure, sure, you are. You're tugging on some street. You're hardly. You're clairvoyant. I forget that's the you. You're well versed in ghosts. Go child. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, well, mate, congratulations on having four investors. Such hey, a duck reference, dude. Yeah, that's, that was deep, deep in the duck. If you don't know what indigo children are, listeners, go fucking look it up. I'm right. not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's for us to know and you to find out. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got a business idea. Sharks. Please do. You remember me from the guy who can't remember anything he's ever pitched on this, but just know I'm pretty good at pitching stuff. Sharks, mm-hmm. we all have had difficult conversations at our, at, at our, with our families and with our friends, right? I think we all have had those. 
Yeah. And yes. is what's one thing that you always wish would just break all the tension during those conversations? A laugh. A, a laugh. Fart. That's right. And sharks, I'm introducing to you using already established humidifier text technology, the humortifier. Mm. It's a special combination of chemicals that you can put in a humidifier during a tense conversation that makes everything a little more funny. It's like when they pump mm. oxygen in the casinos, this is basically like laughing gas, but in ga like but instead of having to put the mask on, it just puts in the air, makes having hard conversations that much better. The tension's broken and everyone's feeling good. Humortifier for when things get a little too heavy. Or for when the conversation's too dry, humortifier. Damn. Very good. Very yeah. good. That's genius. As as a someone who might want to do this, can you abuse it? You you sure. So <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't. Listen, okay? People do whippets. People do people bees. That's meant for your lips when people put it on their eyes. So I would say could it be abused? <laughs> we recommend not using it more than you know needed, but we do have varying mm -hmm. levels of strength, um, and, and we're working on other moods as well. But humortifier, uh, the, the, we tried a sexy one, but it was uh, <laughs> that one got a little weird. <laughs> that's, that's not exactly oh, what no. you want to pump into wide open areas. So humortifier for when things I are love too it. dry. I love it. I'm so sold. Um, if my parents ever got divorced, I'd want them to use this on me. Hundred percent. When they tell you, they'd be like. We're splitting up, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're making like a banana and we're splitting. Like they just keep doing bits about it. <laughs> no, but for real, we don't love each other anymore. And uh, things have been. <laughs> I think he's laughing. Yeah, I love it. Harley? I, what, customer. Harley, what do you I, think? I mean, an investor, probably, eh, you know what? Investor and customer. Fuck it. Dude, wow. I mean, imagine this hand grenade for when things are really rough. Harley, I'm not going to lie to you. You were one of the catalysts for this idea. When I had it in my notepads, I'm like, man, he'd love this. I was like, man, <laughs> man, this, he would love this. Uh, so you go to talk. You go to ask your boss for a raise. So you get the pocket version. Oh, 100%. Just, dude, just put a couple spritz in your mouth. <laughs> just walk in. <laughs> What's up, boss? Yeah. What's up, big dog? So uh, uh, so it sounds like, Nate, I got you as a best for customer. Harley, investor for customer. Uh, Matt, what do I got you? Uh, 100%. I love this idea. And, uh, you know, it's basically like telling people while they're – they just had their wisdom teeth pulled. hundred percent. It's but like, I love it. But it's like just the right amount of humor where it's like everyone leaves it feeling good, you know. So there's not that staleness mm -hmm. in the conversation. It's also yeah. like oh, that we it. have a lighter variation for when you're literally just like meeting new people and the conversation is just getting like like let's say you're at a you're at a dinner party with a like your significant other's friends and you need a little bit of you need a little fun mm -hmm. juice that isn't Miller Lite or something. You're like hey, throw the humidifier on and see if the boys can keep up a little bit. Just oh, yeah. play some apples to apples and throw on the humidifier. Oh, that's what you needed. So, uh, that's all right. the mood. hell yeah, dude. I'm so stoked you guys like that. That's big time. Um, is that I, your second second business pitch? Uh, no, I'm like, you know, dude, round I'm at like again? seven, dude. I'm at like, I'm like, I'm honestly batting like seven for seven right now, but before that, I was oh for 20, I think. Yeah, yeah. you're yeah, you're two for two in 2023, I think. Yeah, yeah, moving well right now. That's it was gonna be a skit idea. Humortifier was gonna be one of a skit I kept, and it still might. I think that one's one could that could be a great commercial. Um, has good commercial potential because you could just do a side by side like the black and white like Tupperware type commercial where it's like a conversation without it. It's like your mom and dad are like, we. It's not your fault. Like we're not happy anymore. And then with Humortifier, it's like they're kind of like finger gunning and shit. You know. Yeah. Something like that. You get it. All right, like Matt, it. I was the buffer for you. It's time for you to bring us home. 
that was the buffer I needed. I think I'm feeling a little bit more confident, but fellas, let me pose a question. Sure. You know, what's the worst part about winter? The dry Darkness. Tapped skin. skin. That is correct. It is just too darn slippery out there. Now I got a couple of pairs of shoes that are just don't have the traction that I need. And so one of these days, I came up with this genius idea. It is a 3D-printed crock attachment that puts a salt dispenser on the front of each one of your shoes. So when you're walking on those slick roads, it dispenses the perfect amount of salt between oh, each yes, step. Matt. Dude, this is an Do I have any this, investors? This has to be an airplane magazine product. This is fucking <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. No, no. I, uh, Matt, and I, Matt and I were talking about this at the barrel. Oh, we were. Yeah, that's. A, I wrote it in my notes. Yeah. I mean, Matt, it's genius. This is a co-pitch, I'm, thanks to Harley. I've got, I've got like a tear coming out of my eye. I like who? Literally, have you ever? I mean, you're walking on a slippery sidewalk. You're like, God, someone should have salted this. It could be you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did, do you have a yeah. name yet? You click your heels like Dorothy, and sand starts spitting out as you walk. That's a little gay. We could probably think of a that's better not, way. That's we not. Can think, like, we can think not. of a better way to activate them. But I do. But I like where your head's at, Harley. It's got to be something quick. You know, it's got to be something quick and it, not super athletic. I, I think it's. It has a, a scanner. It, it can sense the black ice. I think you got to be able to turn them on. I think you got to be able to reach out okay, and okay, press okay. a little button because if they just start turning, can you imagine, dude, you're you're at, you're ice skating with like on a date. <laughs> like you're just you've melted the entire <laughs> rink on accident. That's not what you want yeah. with those. I mean, oh, normally you take your Crocs off. But like, when you're okay, but like, skating. okay, you're ice fishing. You're ice fishing. You forget you wear the wrong shoes. Suddenly, mm-hmm. you're underwater. You've killed no, everyone in your friend group. Yeah. Oh God, thanks, Nate. Yeah. I, I, fuck you, man. I'm trying my best. <laughs> maybe I came up with two great examples of not needing air. That when you switch it into sport mode, it goes into sandblast mode. Sure. Or sport mode automatic mm-hmm. activation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I got a name idea. Please do. Salty souls. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Everything is soul related today, Nate. This, this one's good for the soul. This is this, this is one's good, good one for the soul. I was gonna that's protect yourself. I was cooking one great, in my head, but it was a. Uh, oh, go ahead, Harley. I said that's a good episode title. This one's good for the soul. It is, it's good, but S O L E. I was sitting in my head. I was gonna go. It's sodium slippery, but that's just a mouthful. So maybe that's a great. Maybe that's <laughs> hey, that's in the marketing somewhere, huh? What? Maybe that's yeah, the yeah, first yeah. email subject line. Stay Did, salty, my friends. Stay salty, my slip, friends. Slip no mo. My uh, <laughs> my job like they do like we'll like set up campaigns or whatever and they're like we want to hear from everybody like who's got good ideas and i'll spit fucking banging punchlines for these subject <laughs> yeah. lines and they go we'll keep that in mind i haven't been chosen one i've been there almost a year not a single one of my my <laughs> my lines has made it into the marketing i'm like you people love play on words i'm i'm drinking your kool-aid here and they just won't pick me it's almost like they don't find mm. me funny that's unfortunate that is unfortunate. It's a big L for them. Fuck them. I don't care. All right. Any other business ideas? Harley, you got one? Nah, not tonight. All right. That's there was a cold pitch. Me that and him co pitched that one. Co pitch. All right. Great. Harley burst the I'm door halfway through the pitch meeting. Yeah. All right. Um, let's uh let's do uh everyone's favorite segment. What do we think? Huh? <laughs> I don't think we have time for it. I don't care. Dude, no, no, no. I I'm kidding. One good one. I'm abstaining. No, we have we have time, and you're not abstaining from shit. This is a great segment. People love it. 
<laughs> he hits the people's court. <laughs> it is time. I'm just looking at Thanks, Harley. Or All right, Harley, what were you saying? I said, I'm just looking in headlights right now. Yeah, why? You didn't prepare them? No. <laughs> Never mind. All right. All right. You wouldn't there, get it. There has to be... <laughs> There has to be better internet in Hayward, Wisconsin. There's not. There's just not. Dude, I've been out there. I literally, I know when I'm going out there, I got to get anything I need to get done before I leave because I'm just not going to have connection with the outside world for days. No, but like somebody's got to run a better connection. Not not Harley's. We all know Harley's internet sucks, (laughs) but there's got to be a better option. Like you can't ramp it up a little bit. You can't buy a better router. Harley, what if you got one really long ethernet cord and ran it all the way from Green Bay to Hayward? It's yeah. not anything about that. It's it's sheerly just the bandwidth is tapped out. They don't have fiber optic cables that run enough volume for the amount of people that live up here. Is that is that what they told you when you asked customer service politely to upgrade your service? <laughs> it's a, it's a, no, it's a nationwide rural broadband access. What issue. are your what do your fucking hospitals do? Like how do like how does anything function in Hayward? What do you think? Who do you think gets the good internet? They suck it. They suck dry. They, they suck, suck they dry. <laughs> do they not know that you're a host of one of the most lucrative podcasts, <laughs> most segment dense podcasts in Wisconsin? <laughs> no, they don't know. <laughs> if they knew, they might change things. Yeah. I'd, I'd be on a pedestal. They got to learn, dude. They got to learn. Text All right. the hospitals and tell them to get off. <laughs> from eight to nine Harley, p.m. Harley walks into the Harley walks into like an emergency room, unplugs the router. He goes, "Sorry, it's, yeah. really, it's recording time. Can you, you know, hold okay. on for a second? Okay, okay, Harley. Let me ask you, how much do you pay for your internet? Yeah, per month, uh, like fifty bucks a month. Through who? Uh, CenturyLink. CenturyLink, that's the problem. You got to go to Spectrum. You got to go yeah, to Spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> There's your problem. Yeah, there's your problem. No, that'd just be swapping monopolies. They're they're both shit. Uh, CenturyLink's the only people that cover in my neighborhood, but they're they're trash. Spectrum's trash. Fuck all those internet companies, really. True. Wow. The internet should be free for everyone, and I hate the government, but it should be uh, subsidized by the government. It should be <laughs> fiber everywhere and paid for by the taxpayers, aka me. Dude, I did okay, a little so taking they, taking care of business, and I knocked my uh, bill by thirty bucks and uh, got five hundred megabytes. Did you call and complain? Boy, I called and bitch those boys out. Dude, they told me last time this is the last time we're doing this, and I went see you next <laughs> July, and then I hung up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I went, we'll see about that, Patricia. Dude, it, it was honestly too easy, and I like didn't get fulfillment from it. Like I was ready to for a war. Oh yeah, they, they, it, like, they, they handed it to me. You Unreal. didn't even get the fight you wanted. Uh, that's that's an unofficial soapbox for today's episode. No, nope, nope, doesn't count. You need a real one. <laughs> I will, but I'm just warming up. It's that Good. internet free. It should be a public utility. Do you have one yeah. for this week? Because otherwise, you have to wear that cross earring you've been begging to wear. No, that's for next week, dipshit. Oh God! <laughs> uh-huh. oh, 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 look back! Look back! Wow, let's go ahead. It's in, the next, it's in the next two weeks. I let's you check. Can... Let's check the tape. That was before last All week. Right, well, right, while he's doing that, let's wine or shine. While Chum's looking it up. All right, Matt, you go. Well, well, well. Thanks for passing it over to me. Now, I just have one here, fellas. And 
It is a wine. Now I'm <laughs> now I'm wondering why doesn't everyone have a phone number on the back of their car for poor driving? I would like to send a slurry of text messages to whoever cut me off, backed up almost into my car, whatever. And you know what? Sometimes I deserve it too. I think it should be a universal thing. Have your phone number on there, a little text massage thing. Let's let's start verbally abusing each other. Matt, Matt, I have a great prank idea now. Once this takes hold, I'm going to put your number on the back of my car and drive, drive like an absolute asshole. <laughs> it's, it's terrible message. If only there was oh, an, an, an identifying license, an identifying number on the back of everyone's car. You know, like if only there was a number <laughs> you could type in that would fell behind it. Who dro- drives that car? You know, yeah, that's you don't have work, access though. to that. Yeah, yeah, you do. You go on the Wisconsin fucking. Can't you just go on the DMV and be like, I want to renew my car, and you just type the license plate in. Let's let's run the tape here. Let's figure that out. I I want to be driving angrily with one hand while typing their number into the back into my phone and then siri texting hey you son of a bitch you just cut me off <laughs> yeah imagine the I, like, three car make it real up. dangerous yeah just everyone if it, we either do that or we have everybody get like a led panel in the back of their car where you can send messages you have a little like board of like presets on your dash and you can like yeah. set presets like hey you drive like an idiot um or don't cut me off asshole or uh, middle finger emoji or we could do this for like, all no- behavior. Like, thanks for letting me in. Thanks for yeah. letting me. That's a good business there's idea. A, there's a dial of aggressiveness on the uh, the presets panel. It depends on the car that you get. If you get if you get a BMW. <laughs> BMW. <all> the- <laughs> <laughs> Trucks just are always just passive aggressive. Something like that. Yeah. Okay, I like it. Matt, I mean, I think we could do this for all bad behavior, you know? But instead of just, like, a, like a phone number, we, like, tattoo a number, like, on them, you know? And then, like, we... Well, well maybe like, we skip that part. That was, <laughs> historically not been good. <laughs> Identifying people that way hasn't... That's... Okay, well, I was just going to see... So that's maybe a life bit of mine is every once in a while I try to shoehorn starting starting a mess <laughs> yeah. like, into, like, the... Because be, he's like, we need to be able to identify people better. I'm like, I agree. Why not tattoos? Let's start there, huh? Anybody? <laughs> What if we? Because we always talk about we hate certain people. And we're like, why don't we bring them all to one place? Um, also, Harley was right. Oh my god! Not to, yeah, I know. Harley was right. He said uh, he he did I say know I was right. soapbox this week or next. <laughs> Agatha on my pay- face. Wine being wrong, being wrong fucking blows, dude. When you have to yeah. when you have to say I was wrong, is there not three words that come out slower and just more annoyingly than I was wrong, especially when it's to like a close friend I, or potentially a significant other. <laughs> What Harley? Yeah, I mean, it sucks. It sucks. Because you just, you just, you have to you just own it. Anyways, Matt, that no, was your just. I just gaslight them for like months. <laughs> My dad's favorite is right. you misunderstood me. That's that's. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, that's no, that's you misunderstood me. But um, Nate, you're up. Wine or shine? Ooh, I'm gonna do a quick wine shine combo, <laughs> keeping it quick. Uh, the wine. Oh, what, Chum? You don't like that I have two? I didn't. Dude, I like Wine or Shine. I, why is everyone <laughs> getting mad at me? I'll do, I'll do it. I'll do, by the way, Patreon, I'm doing another hour after this. It's all Wine or Shine. Stick around. <laughs> so, okay, so super quick wine. I'm getting old, man. I pulled my shoulder putting on lotion the other day. Wow. I got to start stretching or something. 
Is it one of the back ones where that's you can't breathe when you're trying to, to wipe? That's a weird way to say yeah. jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like putting lotion on my back, my sides, my I put I put lotion from my chin down to my balls. That's so much lotion. Yeah, you probably are today, slippery baby. to the touch, dude. I'm squirts yes. a day. I must be pure, uh, <laughs> dude. That 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 muscle pull though, the one that's in like the upper back where it like hurts to breathe in. Exactly. I got it on my wiping side, dude. I had to go southpaw for about a week and a half. It was one of the. It was horrible. I was like, this is not cool, man. I couldn't breathe. I wasn't sleeping right. That muscle in your back, it's the yeah, it's the it's not a fun one. Mm-mm. All right, then another quick wine. Or sorry, another quick shine. Uh, Vice is the best investigative journalism there is right now. I was watching the their documentary or their like investigative journalist thing on Andrew Tate. And one of the reporters went to his, you know, business meeting called um, the war room. And at the war room, these guys, all these businessmen would pay like five thousand dollars to come there and just experience Andrew Tate for the weekend. And they had to get in the octagon to be able to like get to this next step and literally fight a guy, another guy in the war room. And this scrawny ass vice journalist got into the octagon and fought a dude and got knocked the fuck out all so that he'd go to this next room to continue ask, asking people stories mm. uh, about their experience. Vice a, is it's good. It's a good documentary, a, a good uh, uh, investigative journalist documentary. And A, Andrew Tate's a fucking scumbag. He's a piece of shit. And this journalist is awesome. I think his name was Matt. To the committee. Did you, Nate, were you a Vice fan back in the day? They've had those like great 20-minute investigative journalism docs. Like They used to just oh, yeah. hammer out. They were I, so... I, I discovered them in maybe 2015. Not not like I it was the first person. I, I found them in 2015, I and I literally nice. stayed up. I stayed up literally all night. I literally watched every, like bare knuckle boxing in underground London, and like all these ridiculous fucking journalistic uh, documentaries, and of just like obscure things. And I literally was up all night watching it until like the sun came up, and I was like, "Holy fuck, what's going on?" But is, uh... man, they're good. Is the one-star review guy on Vice? Yeah. Yeah, I like him a lot, too. There's some good stuff on there. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, That's... 20... That was, like, heyday for those. Dude, they yeah. were, like... And then they got a little Buzzfeedy for a little while, and I feel like now they're coming back to their, uh, their good well, stuff. Well, that was Snapchat, dude. Snapchat ruined Vice for a little while when they had to make, like, four-minute mm-hmm. stories, and they're like, this is the day in the life of an influencer. And you're like, Vice... This isn't, you know, or they're like, yeah, what? Well, how much weed, two chains, smokes in a day? I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> like, that's not a Vice article for me, you know? Like, I want to know about the underground right. monkey fighting ring they got going in, like, Nepal. Well, not to make this a political cast, but I think Please. Trump also ruined Vice a little bit. They they got BuzzFeedy and, like, very clickbait anti-Trump stuff. Not that that's wrong, but they, they definitely went down that rabbit hole. Okay. Easy clicks. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Harley. <laughs> awkward. <laughs> I I keep I keep wanting to just do the awkward thing from uh you should you should leave. Awkward. Oh yeah. <laughs> and no, nobody fucking gets it. I and I have to hold back. That's I literally I started doing the key and peel one where like if anyone has any sort of if everyone's agreeing on something and one person has a mildly conflicting opinion, I just go 
okay. <laughs> like, just totally <laughs> fucking ruin their day. Uh, good. Nate, those are good wine or shines. Anything else for us? Nope. Short and simple, Dave. Oh, as this segment should be. That's how I think. Yeah, that's what I that's spoken. what I think. All right. I'm gonna whine. This one's gonna come as a shock to you. There's something I miss about COVID, and that is the arrows in the grocery store. I miss when people knew you go up this way and down this way. I don't need to run Ooh. into the same grandma with her grandson on a Monday. I dude, I ran into the same old bitch six times today, and she was <laughs> taken up dead center of the aisle, always going the op like we would go, we'd somehow go down the same aisle at the same time, and then she'd somehow turn back into me on the next aisle. I'm like, how are you doing this? Where are you? I literally started to look around like I was being pranked, like if like the twin pranks. I'm like, where are you coming from? <laughs> so you know, I. Wish maybe a little more. Maybe I'm a law and order candidate when it comes to grocery stores. Maybe a little more law and order when it comes to the how we get how we get through things. You know, this is why this is why Aldi is the superior grocery store. They set the tone early. There is one way in to Aldi, and it sets the track. Hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They need to they need to follow the IKEA model of you only have one way out of here. You got to walk this way. No meandering here. Ikea, Ikea is like, hey, what happens if we put people in a labyrinth with carts? Ikea, Ikea is a scary <laughs> place to be, but I, but I do agree. The flow of traffic. Aldi might be the primo flow of traffic grocery store right now. I think Ikea's got a li- like, yes, it's got the flow, but it's a little scary as far as how many twists and turns. But Walmart, it's a lot of the flies in there, dude. Ugh. I mean, and scary. like they even set the aisles up, like to be kind of genuinely like right and left, and people are going down the wrong side. They're just they're fucking lollygagging. The worst people are the people who park their cart and then walk across the aisle. I go, see, you're just gonna take up, uh, you get everything then, huh? And they got one hand on their cart and one hand on the shelf, and you're like, I guess this is your aisle now. I'll come back and get bread at the end. You know that annoys me. So that's my wine, and that's all I'm gonna do today. Wow. <laughs> We need to bring to back trial by combat or just like, what, what was it called when you can legally fight somebody in public and you can't get arrested? Dueling. If you redo it? Yeah, dueling. No, it was, it's like a modern name for it where you can legally fight somebody and the cops won't intervene unless somebody's like about cuffs. to get killed. Yeah, I'll look it up. All right, whatever. If only there was something we could, we could ask. <laughs> Harley, why not shy? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, hey, Nate, you know how to use Google, you idiot? Know, <laughs> you know, the listeners have requested that, that this be a short one, so uh, you got to give the people what they want. I'm going to shine on spiteful cheering. I was, I was all on board for the Giants this weekend and loving every second of watching the teams I wanted to lose lose. Um, the Vikings one of, being one of those teams. I love a good spite cheering when your team sucks or or they're knocked out. You know, it's it's a good way to keep the season alive, keep I'll, keep the fun going, keep the party moving. For sure, oh, yeah. That or, like that. that or make like our dad and gamble for no reason. Start gambling on the NFL when you're 63 and you know nothing about the NFL. That's another way to stay invested. I, I will never. I'll never. But I agree. There's nothing better than like knowing how heartbroken your douchebag Vikings Facebook friends are and just waiting for the t- the avalanche of, of uh, statuses to come. Yeah. Right. Oh, skull. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I Purple love it. bitch. Harley, way to keep it short. That's listen. That's how you listen to your audience. That's how you make changes. <laughs> let's put out a let's put out one of those tweets with a black background that says, "Hey, we listened." 
you guys you guys talked and we listened and then, and then we just put out some pandering statement <laughs> anyways um final thoughts well hang on before we do final thoughts merch giveaway update we're gonna announce the winner live on the episode next week we're giving you guys a couple more days to get in remember if you post this on your story it's an entry if you tag two friends it's an entry you tag 10 friends double entries you write a review and you sh- and you screenshot and send it to us it's an entry you can enter what do we say as many times as we want right yeah fuck yeah sure. share it up man give the name of the podcast and uh patreon you're competing for a really fucking dope hoodie and regular listeners you're competing for one of our great maroon t-shirts that is so comfortable the cotton is amazing you gotta get on it um and we'll do more of these if they work out but you know we'll see what happens okay next week we'll announce the listeners final thoughts around the table matt we're starting with you tonight Wow, guys, such a diverse podcast, segment after segment Just after segment. Variety. <laughs> I'm exhausted. That's how, that's how crazy it was. <laughs> See you next week. Six physicians, dude. We fucking <laughs> <laughs> flip me over. Legs, legs above my head. Water shines. Money, money, money. Whatever. Anyways, Nate, final thoughts. <laughs> Some shitheads. This is Nate from Nate Nation. If you've got a demon in your home or you want to haunt somebody, go to demontaxi.gov and we'll take your demon somewhere else. And that's actually another good aspect of the business. If you have a ghost in your house and you want to move it to your enemy's house, we'll do that too. Well, if you've got a demon, you've got a soul somewhere around, we'll, we'll just take it wherever. Uh, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Harley, final thoughts. Variety is the spice of life, and, and we spiced <laughs> up your life this episode. Um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I, I'm officially challenging the ruling that my, my animal is a deer. I'm, I'm going to come up with something better than that for next week, along with the soapbox. So um, this was this was average. This was nice. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. This was a good episode. I'm not going to take that shit from you right now. Uh, see you next Tuesday. Great. Terrific. Uh, my final thoughts. Um, you know, we want this podcast to be something that just shines a little light on your day. Like, we don't want you to finish and be like, man, I don't want to hear you whine into your coworkers that this podcast is too long. <laughs> and that would be bad, you know? And I, so uh, we love you guys. Um, hum- humortifier for when conversation gets too dry. Invest now online at humortifier.org. And uh, this has been the Tuesday Catch Up, and you're all caught up. One, two, three.